Welcome, everybody, to the Kid Casper Podcast. I'm your gracious, beautiful, blessed, beloved, and black host, the kid they call Casper. The KID in Kid Casper stands for King in Development. I'm that menace with the melanin. Reject me as I am as long as he is still relevant. Welcome to episode six of season two of the Kid Casper Podcast. For those that do not know me, my name is Kid Casper. I'm a Christian raptivist, creative entrepreneur. I own my clothing apparel, and I have a Sonic mug, which I'm trying to doctor my coffee with. So, and I just took my do-rag off because I was being semi-lazy today at the same time trying to get everything done for tonight. So, um, we have an interesting topic today. Um, we're in, what's it? It's the third now? It's the third of Black History Month. Um, it's about a couple of weeks after the inauguration. Um, and we're kind of just, we're kind of just talking about the position of the church right now. And if there's still a possibility, we can save church, not so much from man, but from America itself. I got a couple of my brothers this evening. I got my brother, Eddie Waynick Third. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Good. We're doing good out here. I got my boy, Kyle, from the A. He's driving, probably doing Uber Eats or something. Yep. How you guys doing? Yep. We're doing all right. And we got a new we got a new panelist today. Got my little brother I met in the interweb universe. Uh TJ Wall from if you don't mind telling letting the people know he's from Texas. Yeah, as you could tell by this uh thick um Texas Pete mustache <laughs> they got on his face. Yeah. Um <laughs> So um, you know what, TJ, since you're technically the you know, you're the you're the newcomer amongst us, we usually take this time for anybody that's, you know, their first time on the pod, kind of give a little bit of an introduction about yourself. It doesn't have to be too deep. Uh, you could tell us your starter six Pokemon, what's your favorite Disney <laughs> princess, Nikes or Adidas. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, like whatever you feel like letting us know. Well, uh, I mean I uh, it's right on the border of Texas, Arkansas. Um, you know, I'm first year. Oh, my bad. Um, no, no, you, you just break I'm it up. Year, you're all good. <laughs> I'm a first year college student at uh, Texas A&M University, Texas Arcana. Um, you know, I've been part of this group for what? I don't know. Seems like a month or a little over a month now. Um, uh, really fitting it well. Uh, just about, uh, would you say it's been about a month since we started Divinity, Ed, Eddie? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't think I was in there from the jump. Man, I don't know. My time's been messing up, sitting inside all day. Okay. Well, I mean, is there anything else? You ain't, you ain't gonna give me your starter six. You ain't gonna give uh, me your favorite Disney princess. You ain't. Oh, uh, that's a hard one. See, is it? I, the I don't know. That... Or the princess. Well, both of them. I don't really know much about either of them. Oh, man. To, to be honest, the only thing that people know me for really most of the time is I like football a lot. Like, I'm a Cowboys fan. So, oh, oh, man. Um, All right, so TJ's got to go. He's a Cowboys fan. He got to yeah, go. I, we can't really have him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. That uh, is not okay. You just broke the anointing uh, in the whole live stream. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> no, you're good, man. Hey, I'm just trying. Look, man, I need you to loosen up a little bit. Like, this is just think about this. Like, we're just having we're just having a, a Zoom call and everything like that. You're just talking amongst brothers, like minded in the faith, walking the same walk as you. So, loosen up a little bit. You know, if you need to take your shoe off, 
if you need to if you need, if you need to if you want me to take the camera off you so you can go take a poop real quick i got you like, just loosen up a little bit okay we're family yeah. up in here we family up in here you know what i'm saying you got your sisters in the chat in the oh, chat i see i see josh and maya yep yeah so, that's you just gotta look at it as Quinania with the kid at the end of the day. We're just we're just having fellowship and just talking talking about the goodness. Um so yeah, man. Um so yesterday, I before we get to topics, before we get to topics, um so okay, so my mom, who's normally hi mom, who's watching in the internet universe, wherever she is, um, probably in front of the TV or whatever. Um, so my mom is normally my moderator, right? So usually the comments and stuff I see on here, it's fairly, um, filtered because at least I don't know what she's doing on her side. For all I know, she could be boom, 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 just cutting everything. Possibly. I don't know. One time she's like off for the night. Everybody and a mother decides to kind of just chime in on the talk I was saying. So I'm just going to address some of those, um, just gonna address some of the things that was said uh last night i'm gonna mute your microphones for a second because you know i don't want no feedback and i want to be heard clearly and i don't want to be taken out of context so that being said um a lot of people have had issues with some of the subject matter i've been ta talking about um over the last week or so um i for some odd reason have been called a white supremacist i don't think I don't think I fit that criteria necessarily. Um, I've been called a critical race theorist, even though a white person came up with um, critical race theory. I don't really understand how that works. And what I talk about on here has been, has been considered, and somebody tried to flag my content as hate speech. I don't understand how that works. Um, on account of, I, I thought that at least we all operate with the fruit of the sermon. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Um, so with that being said, some people may be looking to step away from enjoying my platform, um, enjoying like what I'm putting out because of my stance on things. Look here, um, my alliance is to the lion and the lamb, not a donkey and the elephant. I don't care about political parties. I don't care about if your white fragility hurts because I'm speaking the truth. I'm not here for that. I'm not here to tickle ears. I'm not here to give y'all no Kool-Aid. Truth is like cough syrup. It ain't, I don't sugarcoat nothing, okay? What comes out of my mouth is hopefully from the spirit. If not, God will check me on it as he does every other time. And I got God-fearing men on this screen. And I got God-fearing men on my phone. And I got God-fearing men and women that are watching through the interweb, okay? And they have no problem rebuking me if I need to be rebuked. So, with that being said, um, I'm gonna need y'all to leave with love. I have I have my moderator back, okay. So if she needs to police the comments to protect one my mental health and two your feelings, because I can see them over here. By the way, so <laughs> let's have fun tonight. Let's have let's let this be a fruitful conversation full of laughs, understandings, clarity. Um, I, one of the things I always say is before we can stand together as a people, we need to be able to sit down and have a dialogue because what else are we going to do? So with that being said, we're going to get into it. Sorry, y'all. I just had to, you know, I had to um, address the internet folks because they was talking me crazy. Like, it was it was crazy. I, yeah, I somebody, um, 
somebody actually dm'd me i ended up blocking them i don't even care um somebody dm'd me and said you can't tell my kids what to do because i said if you're disgusted by pro-blackness you shouldn't be having your kids dance to our songs on tiktok um that's not trying to hurt nobody's feelings i'm just letting you know that there's a lot of things that is that is the the fruit of black history the stop sign you stop at is one of them the traffic lights you see is one of them there's so many things and I feel like if you just have a problem with me being proud, not so much proud, just being happy and not being disgusted with what this world is disgusted with, then then you shouldn't and you shouldn't enjoy the fruits of the labors of my ancestors and the work of many, many people that look like me have put into it. If it disgusts you that much, you don't want to be pro-black, that's fine. Just keep going past your stop sign. God bless you. Hope you know the Lord. Anyway, how are y'all doing tonight? <laughs> Bro, I'm well, shoot. My bad. My bad. I, My bad. I'm sorry. Like people, right, crouton on the mic. Crouton on the mic. I'm doing really well. Yeah, you're, you're, really well. you're right. You're you're one of my favorite croutons, and that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't think you'd realize how much power you gave me when you called me that the other night. What I called you a crouton? Yeah, I'm. I'm telling you that just it's just like everything I work for in my life is just like finally come to this point where I can be a crouton. Yeah, because I called you a crouton and yeah, to a cracker. Okay, yeah. that's <laughs> so. TJ is referring to. Um, my mom says this thing when she says effing. She'll say like effing white people every once in a while, and she just happens to be a white woman. And I'm like, um. <laughs> She's like, I'm not a cracker. I'm a crouton. I have flavor. Okay, there's a difference. Um, but really, and yeah, that's what my okay. What, yeah, she, yeah, she, she definitely separates herself from the difference. Um, it, it's kind of funny, but it's all right, y'all. Um, we're just gonna, we're gonna kind of just get into a little bit. Um, Kyle, I had you on a couple weeks ago. Um, uh-huh. we were talking a little bit about the state of the church. We didn't really do that big of a like that deep of a dive. Um, but I think we kind of need to start in a sense, kind of like from the beginning. Um, so I keep saying like this all started happening for me maybe five years ago when I noticed. I guess like in the euphoria of the high of being in church environments, I didn't have to have certain conversations. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> it wasn't certain conversations weren't making it into the pews because they weren't even making it to my mind. Like I've never focused on politics. I mean, I've always focused on my blackness, you know, it just kind of happens, you know, every time I wake up. Um, <laughs> but I've realized that's the, I guess what like we'll call the first segment, or I noticed that probably a lot of people realize is that certain things were just taboo. Like we just don't touch that stuff. Um, we were a little yeah. late talk, touching the live stream because a brother Eddie was saying that for some odd reason, and as a white as a white man in Wisconsin, he says that if you're talking about racism, it's considered not biblical. And we were get we were get like I said we weren't late because we were tardy or anything we were actually getting into the word I was giving examples of like how Paul had to rebuke Peter and everything like that because you know Peter used to 
treat the Jews a certain way if, you know, with dignity, respect, kindness, love and everything. But if he got around the wrong folk, I mean, the right folk, you know, the folk that know him, he's like, Peter, what you doing? What you doing being nice to them nappy headed Negroes? You know what I'm saying? And he would treat them nasty. And Paul caught wind of it because, you know, for those that know the word, Paul was a Jew. He was one of the, the biggest of Jews. And um, so, yeah, we were kind of just digging into that a little bit. And I said, we'll just save it for the stream because we're yeah. already running late. But, Eddie, if you wanted to kind of pick up on that, brother, I mean, court the ball's in your court, dog. Yeah, I mean, um, you have – like, I have been personally told by people that I esteemed – that you don't don't get don't go there. You don't need to get into race. Mm. Um, and it was kind of put. This was a literal phrase they used. It'll never go away. I then after because you know um, when people are speaking into your life, you're 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 still supposed to go to God with it and. Test the spirits, right? The Bible says that. Test the spirit, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. Because people can be of any kind of spirit. They can be of uh, the Holy Spirit. They can be of a demonic spirit. They could be of a soulish, fleshy human spirit, and um, or uh, a racist spirit, or a homophobic spirit, or whatever you know what I'm saying. Whatever kind of spirit they got going on, but uh, the thing that resonated with me was, okay, so if you're telling me to not talk about race or racism, then why do we talk about abortion? Well, okay, so if 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 racism is a sin that's never going to go away, so then you're telling me that that means all sin will never go away. So then why do we talk about uh, alcoholism? It's never going to go away. Uh, why do we talk about uh, homosexuality? It's never going to go away. Uh, why do we talk about uh, sex trafficking? It's never going to go away. And he just began to reverberate in me as like, why is this one thing I'm not supposed to talk about? As a white man. As a white man who whose father. Right. And I always use this as a caveat because it's highly important to understand my background and to understand my perception of the world and people around me. Talk not every, not everything from the world is supposed to come into your Christianity, but your life experiences as a whole have kind of sculpted you and you're able to have a sense of discernment or understanding of things, right? Um you said the you said the D word. Oh man, yeah. hold on. So, let me keep my hold on. You about to <laughs> hold on, let me get comfortable and kick my shoes off real quick. <laughs> so my dad was a former is well he he's 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 he 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 is a former KKK uh member right so after after the whole trumpism happened and my my wife is latin her father and mother are both puerto rican and cuban kind of mixed um but her dad would begin to talk about how the whole the, the whole idea of the wall, right? Trump, I'm building the wall. And how that kind of really provoked white men to go vote for him because uh, you know, large large rates of Hispanic and Latin people were coming into the country over the border. And it was beginning like they were saying it was in Time magazine that 
if the rate in which they were coming into the states, they would eventually be the majority uh, people group in the nation. And how that stirred up white men, older white men to say, oh, we can't let this happen. So when Trump began to speak about the wall, they were like, oh, our savior's here. Right. So um, that began to trigger if it, it was it was like God just flipped a switch in my mind. And I was like, whoa, why are so many people around me sounding like my dad did when I was a kid? And so I was I had to sit with that and deal with that and deal with my own com- like uh, complacency towards it, my silence towards it. And uh, and 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 really re reevaluate my own uh, my own heart and stance on things. And so uh, I began to speak out about racism and uh, began to upset a lot of white people. So. But um, but it's super wild, though, too, because I've been like Pastor Roy, Pastor Roy Dockery, who's part of Patreon. Uh so would you hold on? So would you would you consider yourself a crouton too? Like I'm just. I'm hey, look, it's funny. It's funny you say that, bro, because I used to have a saying. Because I grew up in, I, I went to an 80 percent black high school in Nashville before I moved to West Tennessee, and I used to get called a cracker by like a lot of black people, like making fun of me, you know, picking on me. So I came up with the phrase like, "No, nah, man, I'm not a cracker. I'm a saltine. I got, you know, I got some flavor. You know what I'm saying?" <laughs> so it's funny you say that about the crouton thing, dude, because that that brought back so many memories. Because it it was because they had a perception of white people, and so by me being who I am and just even making a quip about a term that they were using to slander me, instead of coming back at them with whatever the n word, whatever it was, you know. It was I was able to bridge some gaps there and to actually kind of bring unity, because right at the end of the day, it's unity. Right. It's not about I got a quick little question, because just because I I, I've noticed this just because you brought that up. So. For some odd reason, and mind you, that's not even something I say in my terminology, like if if I call you the C word. You got to do something like you got to be like you have to have like rolled up to my house with some like Camp Auschwitz shirts with a KKK like KKK hood on like as a headrest in your car. And you got like the Confederate flag hanging out your window. For some odd reason, when I've noticed that their retort to that is, well, how would you feel if I called you the N word? And I always have to educate my fellow white brothers and sisters that the history of one word came out of the other word. So when I say that, guys, yes, but yes. when I say that, and this is a question, and I don't understand the caucasity of it all. So for those that don't know what cracker actually means, it was the sound that a whip made. Yep, bust it down. A little history lesson on Black History Month. So that whoosh noise where you used to literally crack your back and split your vertebrae. Um, who held the whip? White people. Say say that again. Hold on, Sir Eddie. Say that again. White people. He so, added the H for the emphasis too. So when if I now mind you, I don't use that. Um, I will use the N word. I, I hi, how you doing? It's one eight hundred black over here. But as far as like that, where if you if you are exhibiting, I would say behavior of an indoctrination or an ideology of that behavior. Then that more might slip because I'm just going off the fruit. But I'm just curious is like, why do they, or better yet, this is my better question, Eddie. Um, 
Why do white people want to be oppressed so bad? Um, well, essentially, essentially what you have going on is a it goes back to white fragility and it goes back to um, the actually it kind of comes out of the fact that white people have don't really have a like solid white culture. That is now, listen, now you just got to stick with me here because I'm not even like I'm not I'm not even like trashing down white people because the whole reality of it is that um, for so long, white people were just taking from other cultures and mm -hmm. making it their own, whitewashing it and saying, this is our thing now. Now, mm -hmm. what was it? Bartholomew Jones, he said, you know, white people have had, you know, rock music, uh, emo stuff, things like that. He went into some other stuff and was talking about there are certain things that are originally white, you know, not necessarily all of them because some, you know, rock music did give its birth out of black, uh, you know, music. Say it um, one more time. One more time. I, it's, it feels good in my soul to hear something like that. Say, say it stupid, bro. Well, say it <laughs> well, well it, it did, man. It came out of it came out of uh like like rockabilly and stuff. Like like rockabilly came out of just blues. Yeah. Which came out of and, and it came out of like black people doing the blues, but they were so upset that it came out, it came a little harder edge to it. And then, and then, of course, you know, rockabilly people saw it. People, country people, right? That were country people were just white people singing like slave songs, and they were making it white. And so, like, they kind of took that and they said, "Oh, we like that." And that's why rock became majority uh, white because that's what record industry, right? Then you get into the record industry, and you know how black people weren't allowed to be on record labels or make music, or they had to go to back way out in some can't singing a can yeah so yeah. so let's so let's circle back real quick so you were sure. saying that because and this is interesting because when it comes to the walk of a christianity you know you're not supposed to recognize certain things from your life you know what i'm saying i like to always say how i came to god and even when i'm ministering to people out there when i'm doing activism and everything you know people the first thing people say is well i'm not perfect i didn't grow up in the church like you and i'm like yo um if you go on all my platforms where i've shared my testimony baby boy i grew up in the jungle do you understand the church i've always considered like the greenhouse so the reason i say that though is if i ever notice like jungle tendencies in the church kind of like how you were describing how there were certain traits that you recognized from i guess like your childhood with like traits from your dad and stuff you were starting to see that in a place that you shouldn't have seen that you know what i'm saying um i mean that's 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 got to be pretty troublesome for you because i mean like we never talked about this offline yeah. or online but i don't know if that could have trop that type of behavior might have traumatized you yeah you know? man it brought back a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. and, you know, I always make the joke that I didn't have a boogeyman growing up. Like I would see KKK hooded men. And that was my boogeyman. That was my ghost. Like mm -hmm. when people say, oh, there's something under your bed. There's a monster under your bed. I thought there was like a, a KKK hooded figure peeking out from behind a tree and they're coming to get me. Like I, like I was terrified. Um, But when I began to see that, of course, it began to trigger all of that. And mm -hmm. so me being a, 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 you know, a follower of Jesus Christ and as someone who's supposed to be vocal about things that aren't right, because, right, we're not supposed to talk about things in the dark, we're supposed to bring it to the light, 
right? Because that's where you see everything. Well, I began to talk about things and I know people, it started to expose things in people's lives and they got triggered. And so then it, and so then it kind of circles back around to the whole cracker thing. That's why white Christians are saying they're going to take our freedoms because there's that innate, uh, like that, that yearning to, uh, uh, be oppressed to, mm. to, to, uh, because you see, because right, because the church is supposed to flourish during persecution. Mm. So it's almost like a roundabout thing that, oh, if the church is uh, persecuted or oppressed, then we'll have a revival or or, or, or whatever, or, you know, be, because we're it goes back to someone's telling a story about how there's somebody died. And, and then you say, oh, yeah, my such and such died. We always have to be comparing. See. It's that it's that it's that demon of comparison where we're always having to, you know, well, white hold people with white, white people. You can't hold on. You cannot drop gems like that and just try to move on. Say that I've never heard anybody say it like that again. You said demon of comparison. Say yeah, it. the demon, the demon of comparison. You know, if we're I've like, never, some, you I've know, never heard of that. Like if that. we're like, if we're like super spiritualizing everything, like most Christians do, and no, I'm, 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 I'm just. We, we, I like to learn from people, so go ahead. Don't just move past. This is my no. podcast. Go well, ahead. Well, well, <laughs> well, if you're right, because what is what what is a demon? Something that possesses you, right? Historically, mm -hmm. biblically, right? So if all you ever do is compare this to that or that to this, then you're possessed by a comparison. You are, you're literally saying, oh, well, white people went through it too. Yeah, white people did go through it. Right. S slavery in America. Right. It started out the, the whole thing that got started. And you can learn this through the documentary 13th. Right. So fleet. It's a free Netflix movie on YouTube. Go check it out. Uh, they talked about it in there. How what was it like the Irish uh, slaves and the African slaves banded together and won against the masters. And then they said, OK, we can't be having this. So we're going to make these laws that say if you're a white person, you can work your way to freedom. But they didn't give that to black people. And that's where and that's where the whole separation of race began right there is when they started to say, if you're white, which was anything not black. So you could have been Spanish, Irish, German, Jewish, uh, uh, Anglo, uh, anything, anything, anything that's not French, anything. However, quick before, yeah. before we carry on, Kyle, do you mind if he's cooking right now? Like, I'm not trying to interrupt honestly, you. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> I was actually about to comment, and I was going to say that Tim Wise actually talked about that in um, a couple of his uh, of his speeches, and how I, I actually do um, agree on that. Actually, there's a lot of information that does back that that um, that documentary. That that I'm sorry, what's your name, sir? Eddie. Eddie. A lot, a lot of. The, the points that Eddie made, Tim Wise has talked about. So he's 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 on it. He's on point. Well, no, it, it was saying like I mean, I'm what I'm saying is is like I don't I I don't mind him cook right now. But I wanted to check with my other melanated brother. I don't want to make it sound like he's white explaining stuff to us so i just wanted to check no, in. No, 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 no 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 he's not white explaining anything honestly this is the most like, like everything that he's been saying is 125 percent factual 
the, the well, issue I, is, I, I also, but I also say that because somebody is going to watch this and be like, oh, you put the battery in his bag. It's like, no, no, no. I don't check. No, I no. don't give any of these gentlemen topics. They don't even know the silly clips I'm going to play, play later, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and just so everyone knows, I come into this thing because, see, I'm a Berean. A Berean is some is is a group of people in the Bible where they said they they studied everything, they questioned everything. If uh -huh. someone came into town preaching something, they went and studied the scriptures that they had in the Old Testament to see if it even correlates to be true. Mm. So anything that I that I talk about, especially on like a public platform, there's things I talk in private which I'm 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 still learning and I'm working out. But if I'm expressing it on a public, you know, forum like this. I've I've studied it. I've learned it. I'm still learning things about white supremacy in American Christianity. Uh, like I was, you know, and so it's it's healthy. If you're a white person and you don't want to be racist, then just daggum learn something. Go go see the library. You got a you got a whole world right here. Learn something. Uh -huh. Quit 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 expecting black people to educate you. Like I I saw that one time. Someone said that to me. I mean, on Instagram, it was on Instagram, right? One of the one of the black Christian rappers I follow probably said it or whatever mm -hmm. early on in my journey of learning. And so I just said, I just said, OK, fair enough. Fair enough. There's a, and, and there's enough and there's enough white people talking in the space too, in Christianity go, that you can go learn and you can go educate yourself. It's not it's not a fun journey, but. Uh, people have been on some really rough journeys for a long hundreds of years and they don't look like us. So if if you're a white person and, and, and you're uncomfortable learning about things, just imagine living your whole life uh, afraid of, of the knowledge you have, you know, so. So I'm going to get my I'm going to get my boy TJ down here involved. He he. Now my, OK, guys. So my little brother is a little he's shy you know what i'm saying he tries to act like he don't really got a lot up here but he be front okay because i'll be talking to him when nobody else is around and when i say that meaning either on screen or texting him so i'm gonna ask him <clears throat> i'm gonna ask him one question and once again none of them are prepared for any of this i usually not do at all stuff. nobody i freestyle all of this yeah. um something's on my heart to speak i'm gonna speak but uh -huh. TJ is um so me and TJ have talked a couple of times. Um TJ lives in the town of Texas, which used to be Mexico, but that's literally has nothing <laughs> to do with any of this. But um uh, but um he told me that there was something that he struggled with, I would say like over the last four years. Um being, you know, and we talked about this, you know, a couple of times, but being uh -huh. a white man from Texas, Texas is God football in oil and politics you know what i'm saying yeah yeah like, it's not very dimensional but you know tj you know being one of my little brothers and one of my i, I don't even want to like use the word mentor because we're all sharpening one another at the end of the day um but i wanted you to kind of i guess like what was that moment for you when you realized that this fixation of being like i guess like focused on politics when did, did you realize like that was like an issue for you I want to say, I think the biggest moment, and this is really when I started getting into 
you know, really diving into it and looking at it from a Christian perspective it was uh, after George Floyd. Um, you know, that's when I really started listening to Ruslan, first of all. That's who I, you know, got started listening to and hearing his different perspectives on just, you know, like how to approach it as a Christian. And, and I think that what got me the most is like, you know, Eddie, Eddie is smart, right? He knows all the history. You know the history, right? I am coming from a historical standpoint or anything, although that is very important stuff to learn. But one of the things that was really big for me was how he didn't come at it from a perspective of, um, you know, like you said, the demon of comparison. You know, it's not comparing, oh, they had it worse or this or that. It was more from a perspective of, um, you know, how can we use this to influence the kingdom of God? Mm. And Got that a little bit more. For me, it was when I was like, man, he's, uh, I, I was like, that's the, that was the biggest part for me. It was when he just changed the perspective uh, to the kingdom perspective rather than uh, who's right and who's wrong perspective. And um, just, so that really got me looking at, you know, like, like you said, I watched 13th, very uh, informative. I started listening to a lot of people. Uh, trying not to be defensive, rather just to you know mm. understand instead of you know being understood. That's the you know key. But um, but yeah, just that that's really what started it. Is just you know realizing that the when you start getting on the thing about who is right and who is wrong, it really causes unnecessary division in the church, the church especially. Um, and you know we got to be unified for one common purpose and. That's not for any yeah. for any particular party or anything. It's just you know to get people to the kingdom and show them the love of God, and that's what we're supposed to do. So, bare minimum, you know what I mean. Bare um, minimum. Bare minimum. Yeah. I I love that what you said. You know, sometimes I just like as Eddie was, I I never heard of it like that. The um the demon of comparison. It's not about uh, whose boo boo's bigger than whose boo your boo boo. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how childish that sounds. Like, right. Mommy, stop loving on my brother because <laughs> my knee is still bleeding. His scabbed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just right. it's childish. Um, you know you what? Had, you had a couple of thoughts, Kyle. I want to touch on that that demon of comparison in relation to the church because now that you mentioned that and unifying, I noticed that we have that. In all denominations, because think about it, you know, if you if you look at different religions, you have people who are Buddhists, people who are Taoists, people who are whatever in between. And they always identify as this. They don't have different sects. It's just strictly that. If you're a Muslim, you're strictly a Muslim. If you're if you're um, an, uh I'm trying to think of like another one outside of, you know, like if you're like a Buddhist, you're, you're a Buddhist. There's no like different sects of it. Or at least to my knowledge, there might be, there might be some who, who take different philosophies, but they pretty much unify. In the, in the religious church, in the, in the church, we, we have Pentecostal, we have Baptist, we have Seventh-day Adventist, we have um, Methodist, um, evangelists, uh, and I, I want to say, uh, shoot, what's the one that always goes up, goes up to your door? I can't, the, the name escapes me. Jehovah Witness. Jehovah oh, Witness. The, the cult. Yeah, they're bugging. They're, yeah. 
Matter of fact, hold on. No, 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 no. T TJ, you were about to say something. And okay. Hold on. Yeah, I was just I was just I thought he was talking about the Mormons for a second, but no, that's cool. Oh, okay, never mind. You're good, brother. Yeah, yeah. So so you have all these different sects that believe in Christ in some form, but there's like some little minuscule thing that they believe in, like Seventh-day Adventists, they believe in the Sabbath being held on a Saturday. And then I think Pentecostal believes in the spirit of God, like like the actual like spirit aspect of of who Christ is. Mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure which which aspects of it um, are 100% this, that, and the third. You know, and then you have Jehovah Witness with like going to people's doors and telling and talking to them about Christ. Like, there's different aspects of it, but they like it's it's like we all took like the one major aspect of the Bible and then we just decided to section ourselves off from it. And if we don't if you don't agree with that aspect of it, then you're wrong and we don't talk to you. And that is a major issue that I've been trying to understand. Like I I went to three different churches. Like I was I was um I was christened in a Seventh-day Adventist church. My grandmother and my entire dad's family grew up in Seventh-day Adventist church. My mom's side grew up Baptist. And then when my mom uh, remarried, she got involved in a Pentecostal church. So I had three different perspectives. And I'm looking at everything. And I'm realizing that a lot of what we do in churches are unnecessary. We... we I'm just I'm just speaking facts, man. Like no, I think, you're good. You're good. Keep going. You you. <laughs> you know, like one aspect of the church that I don't like is this this we have this ability to make people feel alienated when they first come here. Like if you if you if you don't dress in a suit, right? Boom, automatically. It's like you're ousted in a way, in a small way, in a small form. As if Jesus wasn't wearing like um, what is it, the Air Roman dust, the dust editions, and like walking around with the front <laughs> and some yoga pants. Like, I, I'm look, look, man. I got, I'm growing. Like some people, like ain't your hair too, too long, minister? I'm like, do you know that I'm pretty sure Jesus had dreadlocks? But keep going, Kyle. Go ahead. Yeah, like it's. That's what I mean. Like we 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 get so caught up on how they look, and we don't get caught up on the fact that this person is seeking something better than what they what they've experienced. They they're looking for Christ. They're they're actually looking for Him in a sense. That's, that's why they wander into church. They 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 know that something's wrong with their lives, and they're trying to change it. But then we we like we we have this tendency of being clickish mm. we don't talk to people i'm guilty of it sometimes myself too i can't i can't mm. i can't be you know i can't be the only one like oh you know they're wrong and i'm right now no no no, we, no. We, we, you know what you know what black man i'll keep it a buck with you so i'll, I'll to kind of pack back that up a little bit so i feel like for me over the last four years because once again, I, I shared with you guys on my platform platform before. I felt like because uh -huh. I'm having real conversations with my blackness, I definitely, I definitely picked and choose 
who to connect with because I didn't want to find out that certain conversations would cause an argument. And when I say an argument, meaning we, I, okay, there's a difference between a dialogue and an argument. You know what I'm saying? Like if you already are going in with the, with the, with the mindset, I'm not going to listen to this person. I'm going in to spit my bars and then just dip out like Eminem at the end of Eight Mile. You're not there for a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Um, but for me personally, I felt like for me, I felt safer around at least being around some black folks. But they had to be, you know, they had to like be when I say black folks, I had to be around some some black folks, not not like these weird indoctrinated like oh systematic racism doesn't exist you need to just keep your eyes on god and i'm like it was for me i felt more safer to be vulnerable around people that look like me because i thought a white man is not going to want to take the time to understand how i feel so and i mean i'm just being honest like that was that was a thing and and something like that happens for me every time something that happens where somebody that looks like me gets brutalized First thing I think to myself, I don't even feel like explaining myself what's going on in my head and my heart right now, because they're either not going to get it. They're not going to want to put the time in to get it, or they're just going to shelve it for later. Cause that, I mean, that just happened. So for me, I felt more comfortable. I thought God can only comfort me through people that look like me at one point. And sometimes mm-hmm. and that's something that I still have to like catch myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, that that's in just because in, you know, I've been, you know, I've been convicted of this years ago and everything like that. But just being honest, you know, you guys are not alone. I'm talking about to my white brothers and sisters and my black brothers and sisters. Like, I've definitely been there for sure. Yeah. Kyle just dipped out on screen. He just disappeared. Yeah, I don't know what happened. He got sucked up into the black hole. <laughs> we was dropping too many gems and the devil came in. I, I, I did just want to say, uh, Kyle said something, you know. He was like, you know, we isolate our own sometimes. And, and unfortunately, like, that's that's all it's, – it's become true. And, like, it's a stereotype in the church just to, to – oh, it's full of hypocrites, right? And I'm so, like, well, when, when you start focusing on, like, these things that are petty like that, it's like, well, I mean, what do you think? Of, like, you see all these problems in the world. You see people turning to alcohol. It's like, what do you think they're going to turn to if that's what's providing them comfort? Like when the world provides them that love and support that we're supposed to be providing as the church, it's like, what do you think they're going to turn to? You so. better cook. See, look at him coming out of his shell. Boy, you better cook. <laughs> Keep going. Come on. <laughs> uh, uh, we got we to take small doses here. Small doses. <laughs> well, one, thing, one thing that I wanted to highlight about what Kyle was saying as far as denominations. Uh, if you actually just t- go back in denominational history, and you actually look at the the schisms that usually broke it down. Some of the earliest denominations in America started out of race. It started because of uh, we can't have the black people in the building with the white people. So the black people went and started their own church. They went and started their own denomination. Mm. Um, uh, hey, yo. Y'all, hold on. Hold on real quick. I might have to put Eddie's cash app. In the comment section, he's dropping free, he's dropping free game. He's dropping free game for y'all. I don't even gotta do nothing. I'm over here chilling. I'm just <laughs> keys. I'm just over here touching the keys. Look, my sister's in the comment section. 
both, both look, look about look about white brothers being good allies. Like, hey, look, like and, and, and trying to make some money. Look at them. Go ahead, go ahead, fight racism. One, <laughs> one more thing too, which I just learned that the other day. This the other day. So, like I was talking about, Pastor Roy, uh, he did this thing about where's the uh, where's the white supremacist uh, apologetics people, right? Mm. Ah. You know, white people that are doing apologetics to combat white supremacy. And he held this book up called uh, White Too Long, The Legacy of White Supremacy in American Christianity by Robert P. Jones. So not only so, first of all, that whole that whole video convicted me. <laughs> I, said, I said me being a, a son of a KKK member. A, a, a white man speaking out about race or a white man that's been tried to get, they try to shut me up about race. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm like, why I need to be figuring out how to do this. I don't even yeah. know apologetics like that, but I'm pretty sure this is it. I can do it. So I'm going to try to figure out a way to do a, you put that into my YouTube content when I start making YouTube content. But in the, the first 10 minutes of the first chapter of this book, the man talks about the creation of the Southern Baptist convention. Does anybody in here know what the Southern Baptist Convention is? No. It's a sad thing to talk about on the third day of Black know, History Month. I just know the acronym. Okay, Southern Baptist Convention is like the biggest denomination in the, in the nation. Okay? It has the most... Isn't that where they play like plantation music? <laughs> bro, I don't know, bro. We got I some good hymns. Actually, my Southern Baptist. We got some good hymns, so... I ain't hey, take this up, though. Listen to me. I went to my I went um and I don't I don't care. Um, I went to my great grandmother's 80th birthday party, and I was the one, the uh, the darker the darkest thing out there besides me was the drive like the parking lot, right? So the music, I just felt like my ancestors were crying inside of me. Like I felt really oppressed with the music they were just <laughs> kind of, and my mom could see it on my face. She said, looking at me like. <laughs> She's looking at me. She's like, oh, my God, he he's like dying on the inside. And I was because I was like, Ayo, I, I don't I feel why is it? Why am I listening to 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 plantation music? Like what what is going on? Uh, I don't know. It just, it just threw me off a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, so like a lot. <laughs> but go ahead. So it's the it's it's the biggest denomination in in the nation current like I I might not be currently but I think it is, um, but uh, I actually got born again through a First Baptist Church that was part of the SBC, and I was also in a small community where only white people went to that church, and then across the train tracks there was a, a black Baptist church called Mount Nebo Baptist Church, and that's where all the black people went, and like actually me and a guy that grew up in that church, we actually started like a rap rock Christian band and we were going to try to bring the races together. So this has been on my heart since I got born again. You know, dude, it was wild, dude. We had some good tunes, man. I was the only white dude. It was him and his two cousins. You his, did not his uncle, use the word tunes. <laughs> bro, I did. It was his uncle and his cousin and his cousin played bass and keys on a piano. And then his drummer, I mean, his uncle dude was a, Boom, dude, his dude, we we got down. Anyways, um, but Back your tunes, go ahead. <laughs> but uh, uh, in this, the first, the, the first like five or ten minutes of me listening to this book, he talks about how the Southern Baptist Convention got started because 
the, the like 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 the biggest church uh, group. I'm going to butcher stuff here because I don't have all I can't remember all the names of the stuff, but they pretty much said that if you uh, wanted to be a missionary and you wanted to continue to have slaves, that this was at the uh, the right before I think it was around the time of, of the Civil War. They said if you want to have and if 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 you think you can be a Christian and a missionary and still have slaves, we're not going to commission you. So the Southern white church leaders got together and formed what? The Southern Baptist Convention. Mm. And they maintained that. And, and it was and it was and after the Civil War ended and slaves got freed, uh, freed, they were um, do that again, please. Freed. Well, because well, like Texas wasn't even hip to it in the thing to begin with. Like they were the last ones to to and you know because they were just off doing their own thing. No, TJ not going Texas. No. TJ over here sweating. No, yeah. not going Texas. No, not going Texas. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, they actually uh came together, and then after the Civil War ended, it was the fact that uh. Even though they were still on this white white people are better than black people vibes, mm. even but because they were so strong about the gospel and furthering the gospel, that the northern white Christians, uh, they 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 came back together and and kind of turned their eye to the racism, and that has literally. I haven't even got in the book, but I'm pretty sure he's going to just continue to highlight stuff that correlates with how that's the current, uh, you know, status quo of white Christians in America. Is they just turn you know, their eyes. I to can that. actually, I can actually take it back even farther than that. Before slavery ended, you know, it's cause it's you know nappy-headed cousin Jim Crow and everything like that. But anyway, so historically speaking, there's documentations from I think Frederick Douglass that touched on this how. If you were a slave, you rather have not gone to the sl the Christian slave masters because they were the most brutal. They were the most aggressive and the most violent. They would tear their slaves up and then go inside to do their devotions. So you got to I'm, I'm just Eddie's face like, it, it, yeah, I'm being like for real. Like it was like a thing where it, before they were like, you'll have to look it up. Um, Frederick Douglass talks about, you know, praying that I did not go, like, he was like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go to a Christian settlers, um, plantation because they were known to be the most violent. And I literally mean like they would tear you up and then go inside and just be like, Oh God, thank you God for this abundance of blessings and stuff like that. And it's so when you, when you kind of like how you said how slavery ended, can we, can we like, really, is it really that hard to believe that? that ideology didn't just die off at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it, I mean, it's obviously further than that, but that's just, an, that's just, damn Eddie. I look like I've ruined your night, bro. You're all right. No, nah, bro. No, I was, I, I'm trying to find this James Baldwin quote. And I, it was, it was, I just look like I broke, I'm sorry. You just look like, I, I just nah. look like I broke your heart on my screen. Well, well, it does. It does. That's the reality. What you, mm -hmm. what you saw was literally, I remember the first time I saw, an image, I think it, like Lecrae posted it of the uh, the Bible that they gave slaves that had all of the freedom verses taken out. Mm. Like, 
that break dude that that kills me that 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 angers me that hurts my heart me knowing who I was in you know I was a drug addict wild crazy person got radically saved knowing that you're taking that stuff out like you're taking that stuff out to keep people thinking Josh, that as I said if you could bring Baldwin in bring Baldwin in hey look bro they put this they put this quote and it blew my mind I got to find it because I can't find it nowhere. But he says it in the thing. It was from like a Time magazine article he wrote about how like the thing that blows his mind about white Christians is their like inability to be uh, to be changed. It's like mm. it, he, he put in there. I got to find I'm butchering the whole thing because the way he just put it was so. Keep talking. Cool. I'll keep looking. Go ahead. Um but he, but yeah, it was it, it it was like the thing that blows my mind about white Christian is their inability to be to to have their to to have their conscience changed to the reality of the plight of uh, black people and minorities. It's like it's just it's just it's just like some it's and and you see it playing out real time in our nation over the past four years, especially this past you know six months. It's like it's like you literally think. You know what that you, you know what my my sisters that are in the chat section. You look for it. You're right. Is it from? I don't know. Joss, you go look for it. Do that for us, please. <laughs> <laughs> not not telling you as a woman to like do tasks for me, but if you could like do a solid for a brother. No, we, it's I can't. Yeah. I can't. I have to like play the audio. No, nah, it's cool. We'll we'll get into that another time. We can pull that up on a Zoom meeting, but. Um, I kind of want to get into one thing that I definitely want to circle back to, um, especially when it comes to like the politic hand, um, you know, something that me and TJ talked about a couple of times, you know, he said, it's really hard when like, kind of like going with like where you were going, Eddie, you know, when you start to see that some of these things were within the church, you saw a problem with it. For TJ, he was saying, like, you know, like I said, he lives in Texas. It's God, football. Well, it's po it's football, politics. Oh, God. God. Yeah. That seems about fair, right? And yeah. oil. Can't forget the oil, right? Yeah, yeah, can't forget um, that. <laughs> but he's saying, um, okay, good. Thank God. I, I Amen. I, I'm trying to respect women. That's all. I didn't want to sound like I was putting you to go. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to be careful because I feel like any one of them could snatch my baby hairs in the name of Jesus. But, um, but TJ, you were telling me this one time that like, it's got, it's kind of hard for you because you know, when you know something your whole life and then you have to kind of like combat that, you know what right. I'm saying? Um, and then for people like now I'm flipping this back to like me and Kyle, you know, for people like me and Kyle, going through stuff that we've gone through and seeing the things that we've seen it's hard to like get to a place especially i would say in our faith knowing the country that we reside in where we've had these issues with um we've had i'm gonna need all y'all stop laughing at me in the comment section um <laughs> we've had these issues um as far as like white supremacy and everything like that and it's even come from forms of it, it i do not try to mean to segregate but definitely all the black people are on my side of the screen and all the let me i'll do that later but 
I'm tr- what I'm trying to say is, is um, <laughs> really, dude, really, we are, we are definitely segregated. I didn't even do that on purpose. It's because you hopped out and then you came back and it looked crazy. So now it's K. And so K. We're, the, oh, we're the Southern Baptist so Convention over we're definitely here. Segre- the comment then- section will tell you we're definitely segregated. All the, all the, it looks like that Neapolitan ice cream. Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I got the straw. Yeah. anyway i'm going to bring this back around to me um but you know it's always been kind of difficult when you had this stuff and then like we've always wondered and kyle and me talked about this a couple of times but we've always wondered where were our like white brothers and sisters in the faith you know what i'm saying um it got to the point we just stopped looking for y'all but then you know kyle's in atlanta where we call that little wakanda i'm up here in maryland um (laughs) I'm up here in Maryland, and he told me himself, he's like, man, I go to protest, and there's more white people out here than people that look like me. You know what I mean? That was something, I mean, Kyle, you can attest to it. That was something that was like, like, oh, crap. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It, it was It was beautiful. It was really shocking. Like, I, I didn't I didn't realize how, um, sorry, I'm trying to step out of here. I'm still waiting for my orders and stuff. It was, it was still, um, it was powerful, almost. Like, to see that level of unity and to see that level of, um, you know, just unionship, it just, it, it made me realize that this, this fight is, is not as, this fight is not solely based on just me and you anymore. It's, it's, a, it's a worldwide thing now. People are starting mm-hmm. to notice. And I just think that it's it's a good thing because now it's time for us to you know to start unifying, finding more more things to find in common rather than finding differences. Even though we should respect differences, we have a lot more in common than we realize. Mm-hmm. And I think like another thing that kind of what kind of goes with that is we have to be okay with not trying to get it the first time. I loved what TJ said when he said just putting himself in a position to be in spaces where not feeling like he needs to like defend himself because at the end of the day, he's trying to learn at the end of the day. And even for myself, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody, I'm not even kidding. Um, Somebody told me that when I get what I, if I think I see a racist white person, I do this thing like with my eyebrow. Right. And apparently it like, it looked crazy with a mask on. Somebody said, I look, somebody said I look like sub zero off of Mortal Kombat because I squint real hard and my eyebrow <laughs> go up and like I yeah like like you right now my brother I'm th- I'm sitting here looking like you over here looking like you running through like like golden eye the old the old uh, Nintendo 64 007 game the way you running through these halls but you know I had to wake up to that I had to you know I had to combat my own biases I had to combat my flesh when it came to having these conversations because there's some times where i wish that some of the conversations i had over the last seven months were as easy as the ones me and eddie have had or me and tj have had but then i've had some that was difficult where it's just like white privilege doesn't even exist and then i'm like okay well let me explain it to you this way it's like me having ankle weights on they're like well i didn't put those there i'm like but you don't have to wear them you know what i'm saying and I always found that to be like I always found that to be like kind of crazy how if it could just get to the place like where we are where we're just sitting down talking about this and then like it's I think it's even easier for us at least it should be I would say 
the fact that we all, you know, read out of the same manuscript and I'm talking about the word, you know what I mean? We all have that connection in itself. Um, I think that's beautiful in itself for real. You know, it's us, it's, it's the not looking at each other at by the flesh, but looking at a soul that God has grabbed hold of and held captive and has, you know, gravitated towards me in my life. I'm trying to get emotional and everything like that. So bear with me. It's been a long week and it's only day three of Black History Month. Um, <laughs> but I think like it, it needs to happen. It needs to have the difficult conversations. It needs to have a 30 year old white dude from Wisconsin. And yeah, how old are you again? 30. Oh, I already told you. I already told on you. Kyle's thirty-two. But, oh, my bad. but you were talking to me, right? I was totally muted. I said, "You're how old are you, TJ?" Nineteen. Right. Kyle looks like he's eighteen, but he's thirty-two. How old? Are, we're thirty-two, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm thirty-two. Don't 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 wear it out. Yeah, right. yeah. Hey, hey, man. I'm just. Hey, you look good for you look good for 32, brother. Keep keep drinking your water, and minding your why, business. Why um, do you keep saying that? Like I like I turned like 50. Like the, I'm not that old, dude. It's not that. Dude, it's not that. It's just the fact I knew you all summer, and I thought you were like my age. And when you told me you were 32, I'm like, hey, yo. And then I saw that. How's the how's the um how's the spot doing? Honestly, it's been it's been growing in. It is. I'm so happy to hear. I actually prayed for it the other day. So Kyle has this like, <laughs> Kyle's got like this crater in his hair, right? It's his bald spot, right? We've been praying for it for the last like month. And you know, ain't, ain't he good? Like, ain't God good? Like he said, <laughs> he said we had to hop off the live the last time he was on here. But he, I've, been, I've been really laying hands on it and putting oil in it and you know, applying the <laughs> it was so funny that we were like, "Hey, he was like, he's like, yeah, I've been praying for it, man." I said, "Good for you, good for you." Won't he do it? Mm. No, man. I'm you telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Ever, ever since, ever since that day, I've noticed that it's been less and less. Like, it looks more and more like, like life will happen. You know. On that on that ball spot, unless like you know, death has occurred. So I'm just oh. happy. But in any case, though, he's got some, he's got tears behind those laughs. But all right, <laughs> no, no, honestly, like I said, one thing I've been doing, and and this is one, this is completely off topic. But one thing I've been doing is we all talk about that, Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been I've been I've been talking about um how the Lord gives power over our words. And so I decided that I wasn't going to allow for myself to start cutting myself down every single time. So I'll call, I will call you every day and tell you you're beautiful if I have to, and I'll do it. I promise I will. Yeah. And I, I appreciate it, but that's the level of it. Like we have to understand the power of our words, especially understanding the God that we serve. So if we mm -hmm. if we if we want something right, let's just say mm -hmm. if we want to get married, or even if you want to get a job, and we're asking the Lord, I, for I don't know if I want to get married after the. You didn't watch the podcast yesterday, did you? I I didn't. No, no. I, um, okay. I've been, There's a couple I of things actually, I saw on the internet that makes me not want to get married. But continue. Um. <laughs> well, well, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to be very specific about what it is that you want. 
And for me, oh, yeah, obviously, for me, I know that I would want to be married because of the kind of person that I am, the kind of person mm-hmm. that I, I can give. But that's not the that's, that's, that's besides the point. The point is, is that when I'm at when you're asking for certain things, especially from the Lord, you have to trust and believe that he's going to give that those those things to you. And okay. one of the things that I wanted him to do was to heal me based off of the trauma that I've incurred. I'm almost mm-hmm. certain that that bald spot was probably from trauma from mm-hmm. my own past that like it was it was start, I was starting to get stressed out over things that I didn't need to get stressed out over. And mm-hmm. I was I simply said to him, said to him, I want to heal and I want to get myself in this ability to just grow and be amazing at these things in my life for, for, for the first time. You know, mm-hmm. it's the end. The, 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 the trauma has officially ended. I want to heal from it. And I want to just. Yes. And and a lot of people don't understand how simply saying it is done or that you having faith in the ending version of how you see or how you want to see the things and asking God to bring you there is so powerful. Mm -hmm. So so you can you can do that with anything right that's this is just my philosophy is completely off topic but this is my philosophy right now no no brother hey, hey shoot I, man what you talk about i'll take a praise report in a coma <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about it, it, divinity, yeah. tell them tell him like yo it'd be two o'clock in the morning somebody hey man i, I got a praise report i'll be like cool that's amazing man, yeah praise him shoot a, a, pra- a, a praise report <laughs> We yeah, we that's a praise report to me. Even just a renewal of your mind and just getting that revelation—that's mm-hmm. beautiful, boy. You better praise him. What? Mm-hmm. No, I I, I do I do. There's there's there's, there's a, sorry to cut you off. There's there's there's, there's no. just a ton of stuff that you you are good. I mean, if you want, if you want, brother, we could talk about this offline if you want to. That's fine, man. Mm-hmm. But that's beautiful. I'm happy to hear yeah. that. Man. Knowing yeah, man. your story, that little bit I do know, like that's beautiful, man. Won't he do it? Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I, I'm sorry to get off get off topic, but if you yeah. apologize one more, black man, if you apologize <laughs> one more time, I'm gonna jump through the screen. Okay. Okay. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I won't. Okay. Good. I'm the but, man. I'm trying to preserve black life, not put it in danger. You're putting yourself in danger by apologizing. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> well, see, you see, you have to you have to be able to to actually be able to hit me before I I, I can be in danger. That's the thing. Yep, yep. I'm I'm pretty sure I can find you. I'll just look for a patch in Atlanta. I I'll find you. I mean, you can find. I mean, I'm not saying that you can't find me. I'm just saying, can you can you throw hands? That's the yes. difference. Yes. Okay. I love Jesus, but you could still get the smacktivism. But that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> we are about to. We are about to start. I appreciate was, it. I'm not gonna front yo. Like when I saw it, like I actually got a little bit of like tiertilage going on over here. Like, um, somebody sent me that, and they were like, "Why can't like it be like this?" You know what I mean? Um, hold on. You okay? Yeah. Need hug. Need hug. I mean, the only thing I thought was petty. He it looked like he was just gonna take his toy afterwards, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> but 
I think like for me, like when I saw that, it was like I'm really trying not to cry, which is actually like kind of crazy. But like for me, when I saw that, it was just like I keep going back to like this hatred thing was like not taught. I mean, it was taught, you know what I'm saying? Like it's an ideology. It's like a it's like a, a curriculum. It's something that you have to like sell yourself to and like saturate yourself in. And then when you see stuff like this, yo. You okay? Yeah. Need hug. Need hug. Like they can't be no older than like one. One or two. And they're in that big head stage. So maybe two. So like I <laughs> maybe two. No, bro. I just like try to like <laughs> try to like remember I do like I, I didn't ever have nothing like that growing up, man. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember. I don't remember good times like that when I was a kid. It just like but at the same time it gives you hope. You mm. feel me? Because um because as you continue to put that in the children and those children grow up and all these old racist people die. It's only a matter of time. Like I said, as long as they we just as long as we just keep making more people and try to make better people, we'll be straight. So I um I made a tweet um about I think like a couple months ago. I said you can destroy racism racism in 20 years. Teaching um teaching cultural sensitivity classes and anti-racist courses. Um really learning the history of this country and not just one biased point of view. Having it taught in every level of school, you know, maturity and everything like that, because there's different levels of like what somebody can handle. But you can really end racism in 20 years if you teach it, if you teach children to be anti-racist or anti-hate or anti-sin as early as childhood. People think, well, if I just teach my kid not to be racist or not to be hateful, it that we're not going to have an issue. You know what I'm saying? And kind of going off of like what Eddie was saying earlier when we were talking about, well, there, you know, the compliance part where it's like we can rebuke everything else. Um, they don't, they don't want to talk on certain things because they think they. Honestly, Eddie, you know why I think like the church doesn't talk about certain subjects? They don't look at it as sin. Yeah. Personally, we're supposed to be anti-sin, so we're gonna rebuke what is sin. But I don't know if you remember this one bar by Bizzle. He said something about you just don't like when I call sin what you like as sin. You know what I'm saying? The minute yeah. I what you enjoy, you know what I'm saying? The minute I rebuke like what you enjoy, like that that's when it becomes like pushback. Um I mean for yeah. you, you I mean for you, Eddie, you grew up in that. You know what I'm saying? Um, even for like Tyler, Tyler developing this curiosity and being curious and always wanting to seek and learn and teach for and you know get have something for herself like not adopting the legacy of the environment around him um i think like i just think that's super powerful because i mean like i i laugh about it like (laughs) every day but i i just thank god every day like just from i've literally met none of you guys on my screen physically not once in real life i met Kyle through a screen. I met TJ through a screen, and I met um, 
Um, I'm, I don't know what to call you. I uh, the the Wisconsin white boy. Uh, the the, the Croton Supreme. What'd you say? Croton Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's what we're naming this episode. <laughs> I don't know about Supreme. <laughs> Uh, you know, that might have some bad connotations. <laughs> but, but I think it's so important. Like, I think we think kind of like what you were saying, Eddie, earlier. Like, you know, I think because we think we're not doing anything wrong, that because we're not doing the right thing, we put, call out to ourselves, well, as long as I'm not doing the wrong thing, I don't need to do anything. And it's like, hold up. <laughs> like, I need I need people to kind of understand that, especially for people that proclaim the name of Jesus. Like, I think I think what it is is like we think that because it doesn't touch us, it's not important. And that's yeah, a, but that's a terrible way of thinking. Like now the reason and I say this even even though TJ can laugh about it and everything like that but like I don't know what TJ is going through. TJ can laugh about it, you know what I'm saying? Just like I could laugh about some of the things that, you know, my the plight of my blackness, I'll joke about it and stuff. I hope the white people don't laugh, but <laughs> but but and for but, but for TJ though, he's like he's like no, you know what I mean? Like, you know, he I never have to know what he goes through, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh-huh. dude, I mean, like, bro, you told, I remember I found out about you had a KKK daddy and then I sent you my number like the same day. Like that was nuts. Um, <laughs> um, it's just, I think like what's, we need to get out of this hole. Well, if it doesn't impact me individually, it's not really that big of a deal. Apparently not talking about sin. I mean, talk about racism is just going to. What's the point? It's never gonna go away. It will never go away if we if we never you know if we keep that mindset. Because then I think of like see stuff like this. You okay? Yeah. You talk. You talk. You know, and I think of like my nephews, my nieces. You know, white and black. You know, we're not. We may not even have to deal with this crap. You know what I'm saying? Um, I shared. Around May of last year, and Kyle, I think I told you about it. Um, mm-hmm. And I decided to start hitting the streets. Um, I was at my niece's, one of my niece's birthday parties, and she was. First off, I don't know why you do this in a pandemic, but anyway, I'm not judging. It was still adorable, so I'm gonna tell a story. But we're all playing in the front yard of my uh, my homeboy's house, and she just randomly runs off. And just starts running to these random white people. You know what I'm saying? To me, I'm freaking out <laughs> when I say this. Because my niece is mixed, but she looks black. You know what I'm saying? And she just runs uh-huh. to these random white people and was like, can I give you a hug? And I'm over here like, what the F? What are you, what are you doing? Um, and... That's a no. The, but, 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 but listen here. But the white people were looking at me like, Looking at me like, um, looking at me like, like we gotta, like they didn't say it, but through their eyebrows, they were like, we need to get the black man's approval first. And I was just like, sure. And then, <laughs> me, my, 
Look, man, it just, I don't know why, but God was just like, let it happen. I want to show you something real quick. And my niece literally mm. like gave those two, I mean, middle-aged white folks a hug and then kissed both of them on the kneecaps. I had two thoughts. First, we're in a pandemic. You cannot be <laughs> kissing people. There was no jeans. Like, for some reason, why do white people wear those jeans that go like, they're like boxers. They're just so high up. Anyway, um, but <laughs> she just made it make sense. Oh, gosh. That um, I need to make make sense. But then, she, but I realized that it was just like, she doesn't know these people from a can of paint. You know what I'm saying? Um, how, old, how old is she? She's three. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you feel me? And when I was at my, this is at my other niece's um, birthday party. She's about five. You know, my other niece is five and white. My three-year-old niece is about three years old. And they just love each other. They they literally um, try to out-love each other. It sounds crazy. But, like, they're, like, they, like, they'll give each other. They have, like, this thing where they hug each other. And they try to see who could give each other the tighter hug. And I'm, like, y'all are so weird. Like, but no, it's not. But, but, it's, it's really, it's on, really not. I'm, I'm getting there. But for me, though, like I said, kind of like Eddie, I did not see that growing up. I did not. You okay? Yeah. Need hug. Need hug. Like I, I keep going back to like one of these quotes that Ruslan said on his um. On his um his live stream, he said, "Um, I don't want to be right. I just want to be reconciled." Mm -hmm. And I think I think sometimes when it comes to even the church, we're always my denomination's better, my political party's better. Oh, you guys started it. Oh, that that person was mean to me, so I hate anybody that looks like that. Well, my person. Well, this person came from this background and came from this house and this, that, and third. So I, we keep coming up with reasons. Not We keep doing this, but we're not coming up with reasons to do this. Yeah. And uh. they, them kids don't look at, come on, yo. Like. You okay? Yeah. Need hug? Need hug. Like. I think like yo know, like this like it needs to die like this like this needs to die like yeah the Bible says you know the all things you know there's a time for love and there's a time for war but if we're fighting to be right and not be reconciled we might not even have to deal with it but you okay yeah need hug need hug. Like we can either, like we can either keep this fight going, this this combative nature, this division, this denomination war, this political war. With but as but as the authority over the land, I'm talking to the church right now. Okay, I'm not talking to the sinners. I'm not talking to the LGBTQ community. I'm not talking to anybody that's doing drugs, drinking right now, or somebody that's struggling with a porn addiction. I'm talking to the people that proclaim the name of jesus you know if we spend more time coming up with reasons why we cannot come together and not look to the one that brought us all together we're always gonna lose uh -huh. we're 
always going to lose. Something I always reference in Jay-Z's 444 album, you know, nobody wins when the family feuds. Mm-hmm. There's not supposed to be division. Like, I could care less what denomination somebody is. The only thing I'm going to ask is, am I going to heaven or not? Are you going to heaven or not? Okay, cool. We'll play We'll play pool and spades when we get up there. Um, Everything else is irrelevant. Um, right. But... And I think like, I think like even like instances like, dude, God, look how God like works. Kat, like Eddie, there's no reason you and me should be friends <laughs> with, with how we came up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, but my, my dad, my dad was like this, like, my dad, you know, corporate America. My mom, like, forensic scientist. Eddie, I don't know what your mom did, but I just keep thinking of like Grand Wizard. Like, there's no reason you and me should have been that connected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, TJ, I mean, bro, yeah. bro you, I, I feel like, and just from even this like podcast, bro, I'm like, Ayo, this kid is hilarious. Um, and just because, like, I mean, I, I even like, and I say this like in all seriousness, because I was chatting him in the private chat. I was trying to put gas him up as his podcast started. I was like, "Come on, you got it. Keep, you know, I want to see him come out of his shell. I want him to feel comfortable. I don't like people being nervous. Like, yeah, only like, let me tell you something. On all my platforms, only thirty people are watching this. I don't. There's nothing to be nervous. About. <laughs> the numbers. Yeah. There's nothing to be nervous about. And I'm looking at it right now. Um. But even like me and Kyle, dude, like I, I met Kyle during a time where for black America, it was the hardest time to be black in America. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like met each other on a freaking podcast. And I, I told him I had a taco addiction and I was like, <laughs> I was like my, I'm not even getting uh, No, he's, he's, he's 100% honest. I was like, dang. Okay. Tacos is cool, though. So I don't mind that. Yeah, just people don't really introduce themselves like that, though. It's like, oh, yeah, hi, my name is Casper. I'm a Christian rapper and an activist. Um, I'm also a taco enthusiast, and I have a catchphrase about medium rare chicken. And then it was just. <laughs> um, you know, but... go ahead, TJ. I was just going to say, you know, you said, um, you said, you know, we always try to find all these different reasons why not to, you know, be unified in Christ, but and I, I, just, I was just thinking when you said that, like, what if Jesus on the cross? How many things could He have thought? How many reasons could He have thought? You better talk. As of you why not talk. to die for us? You better, boy. You better talk. Keep going. Keep going. Hold on. I'm putting the camera on you, baby. We, we still Keep be. On. I mean, we, all I'm saying is we still be here counting it. Like we, He wouldn't have got nothing done. He would have came for nothing. He would have died before he could have came up with the reason why not to. You know, mm. leave us where we were at. Mm. But he did anyways. It says it didn't say it didn't say, you know, it didn't say for your perfect brother, it said Christ died while we were still sinners. Christ died while we were still sinners. So I mean I, I mean that just came to mind when you said that. So mm. Tyler, I mean not Tyler, Kyle, Eddie. Yo, you are here over there, Eddie. You about to cry or something? <laughs> nah, I'm straight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit hit you a little bit. Um, Kyle, you got anything to add to that, brother? One thing I will say is um, 
something about the aspect of uh, what you had said earlier, and it just it just um, it kind of hit me. We are our brother's keeper, mm-hmm. and we owe it to ourselves to look after each other. Mm-hmm. That that means that regardless of what your skin looks like, what denomination mm-hmm. you are, you need to look out for each other because this is a hard mm-hmm. time. And I'm all, I don't mean a hard time just for being black and it is you know, not, I mean not for just both for that. Of us. Yeah, and when I say both of us, like I mean like because I mean I, it's it it is it's like it, it's 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 hard for us. But then, like, I can only imagine what they go through. It's like, man, if white people keep effing up, I'm never going to make black friends. Like, I don't know. I mean, not even that. Like, say if, like, TJ or um or Eddie got to, like, minister to somebody that looks like us. But then they, you know what I mean? And uh-huh. a couple nights ago, like I said, I'm only these people have been strangers to me a couple weeks ago. But, you know, TJ wasn't feeling good. We had, we literally had, like, a prayer meeting. Like, I'm not even kidding. I pray. It was one of the. It was one of those like black church mama prayers, which he's like saying grace, and it went on like forty minutes. Kyle, like I was kind of worried <laughs> that when I opened my eyes, that everybody was gonna be gone, like no cap. But mm. to go off of what you were saying, though, it's like we keep it. The institution's not working of church. It's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I felt so much love in the last couple of weeks. Just from I'm trying not to cry, yo. <laughs> uh, I I felt so much love in the last couple of weeks just from these gentlemen to my to my right on screen. You know, it it shouldn't it doesn't have to be a building. It doesn't have to be of this like obligation, as you said. You know, we we need to we need to come together now more than ever. And I'm talking to the church. I keep saying this. I don't want to address the world for being the world. That's stupid. That's like getting mad at a zebra for having stripes. Uh-huh. We're supposed to we're supposed to look like what the screen looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, calling each other and like if, I'm serious. Like Kyle, if you need me to call you every day and say you're beautiful, I'll do it. Just let me know what time you don't want to wake up and I'm gonna call you at that time. Um <laughs> And Eddie, like anything, bro. I mean, you know, you could text me at whatever. TJ, I mean, you know me, man. I'll hop on live and you just like for some odd reason want to message me on live instead of just messaging me. Yeah, like, I don't know why they did the night, but we we gotta talk about it. <laughs> the bygones, the bygones, you know. Um just figured I'd give you one. Nah, man, you're good. I just um I think like what and the reason why I, I titled this level one is because it's like this, this, the, the, this right here. Nobody knew how this was going to go. Once again, I don't prepare any of these people. I don't prepare anybody. We shared laughs, stories, backgrounds, politics, generational curses. We've shared all these things. And it's just, it's just been fruitful. And now my brother Eddie want to throw in some hook. Some some hard in real quick, so I'm gonna put you on on the on the big screen. So, like I said, I've been you know we're talking about love and love one another. I've, this 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 uh, little phrase has been reverberating in my spirit for two weeks now, mm-hmm. and it is uh if you can't see the plight of others, you don't have the heart of God. Mm-hmm. And 
these verses came to me today. Uh, there's uh, it's three verses. They're at both out of first John four. First two verses are first John four, seven through eight in the amplified mm. beloved. Let us unselfishly love and seek the best for one another for mm. love is from God. And everyone who loves others is born of God and knows God through personal experience. The one who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know him. For God is love. He is the originator of love, and it is an enduring attribute of his nature. And then 1 John 4.20, if anyone says I love God and hates or works against his Christian brother, he is a liar. For mm. the one who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God who he has not seen. So if, if, if we can just continue to press and pursue loving the people we see, loving the people that are physically and tangibly here, we not only love God, it, it, it shows that we do love God, but it helps us to grow in that love and to become more like God. That's what we're here to do. We're here to become as close to Jesus as we can uh, while we're here until we go to be one with him. Mm-hmm. So uh, let love, you know, just like, you, you know, just like it is, man. Look, TJ just uh, commented, you know, hashtag lead with love. Mm-hmm. That's your whole entire, you know, your, your mantra for like, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, that's your, that's your mission statement. That's your, your mission phrase. That's, that's your daggum. Uh, you know, handle it. Nike do it basically. Like, you know? <laughs> and so awesome. if we can just, if we can just remember that if we, if, 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 if we lack love, ask God, God will help you love people. No matter, no matter what they look like, what they believe, who they are, anything. Ask God, God, help me to love people like you love them. Help me to see people like you see them. If you see people in an adverse way, just say, God, help me see them the way you see them. And if you continue to ask and seek and knock, he will give to you what you want if you really want it. I think what's I think that's why, like, what's been most heartbreaking thing about during this time is like, like I said, I'm not going to get mad at the world for acting like the world i'm gonna get mad okay i'll put it like this i'm not gonna get mad for a zebra having stripes you feel me but i'm gonna get mad when a dog quacks just flat out it doesn't make sense it's like going it. to make it's just gonna make me upset <laughs> and when i say that is like when you when you are dishing out more of what we're not even supposed to hold within us which is hate for our brothers and our sisters how why would the world want to come to us if we can't even be sanctuary for each other why would the sick come to get healed in a hospital and everybody that runs the hospital is sick I mean for real I'm going to keep it a bean real quick like it's that's why I keep saying level one. We forget political gain for even forget pol- forget policy. Like F that stuff real quick. Like the church is sick. Like let's keep it a beam for a second. And I mean like pew to pew, house to house. Man's first ministry is his, is his family. You know what I'm saying? 
like I always say if we want to impact the nation, we got to start in the house first because we won't be able to impact the neighborhood till we fix the house. And we can't fit impact the town until we impact the neighborhood. And we can't impact the counties till we impact the towns. And we can't impact the state until we impact the county. And we got and it goes beyond that and beyond that. But it starts on level one. On level, uh. on level one. Screw Washington. We were never promised Rome. We were never yep. promised yep. Rome. We were never promised Rome. We were supposed to have earth. We were supposed to have heaven on earth. Why are we putting our treasures in a building that is never supposed to advance the kingdom of God begin with? Period. You know what I'm saying? And this, this, this isn't a, this isn't a this isn't a right or a left thing. This ain't a donkey or elephant thing. This is my alliance to the lion and the lamb. Period. That's it. I'm not here. I don't want to be right. I want to be reconciled. And the only way I'm gonna do that is not through a man. Joe Biden ain't gonna give me peace. Joe right. Biden didn't get Joe Biden didn't like get the oppression off of my skin color. You know what I'm saying? Like, I no president, no president, no man that was in the office released me from the bondage of addiction that i've had to deal with no no uh, president or political figure was able to heal me and deliver me from my messes you know what i'm saying from my from my brokenness none of that it was it was it was the holy spirit it was the holy spirit that that touched me in place when i say touched me touched me in a place where i was locked up at one point I did. I well, like I said, atheist. I'm like, what the f? That had to be God, because this is some weird, weird. Sh is what I'm thinking to myself. So, you gotta get back on level one. Yeah, man. Like, uh, get back on level one. Uh -huh. John, John thirteen thirty five. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love and unselfish concern for one another. You know. Uh, we should we should strive to be known for what we love instead of known for what we hate. You better as, talk. As the church, we should not be known as anti-gay. We should be known as pro-love. We should be our 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 corporate witness should be love, should be reconciliation, should mm. be salvation, should mm. be redemption, right? We should not just be casting everything aside because we want our soul. We should be trying to 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 bring everyone together. We should be trying uh -huh. to bring denominations together. We should be trying to, to 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 bring race together, ethnicity together, cultures together, and let and let every and let everybody thrive and be who God made them to be, and not be trying to make people into what we want them to be, or what. Or, or 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 what are you know uh little you know what's the word I'm looking for uh confirmation bias tells us that everyone should be you know one yeah like you said Casper you know starting at level one and even the Great Commission says that too it says to, you know start off with Judea Samaria and then the ends of the earth so you got to start small and you got to work on that community first so yeah it's gotta. It's just. It's gotta be. It, that's why I keep saying like basic principles. You know, my 
aunt gave me this for my birthday, right? <clears throat> Which is so funny because I hate people that give me gifts. Not people. I don't hate the people. I hate the fact I'm getting a gift. Like somebody got me these for my gift. These are trash. Anyway, um, examples <laughs> <laughs> are just trash. I just they're I don't they're I'm, anyway. But my aunt made me this, right? Wow. I don't know if y'all can read that. You. Um, it says, love you as much as you love others. And it has John. Hey, that's one of the verses I read, bro. Uh -huh. That's why when you said that, I pulled it up. Um, it's this right here, yo. It's like, uh. it, I, I think of, I think. I think of like how we all met the foot of the cross on this screen. It literally was love that made us give into that subscribe to it. You know what I mean? To submit to and yield to the spirit. It, and I don't know about y'all. I was trifling. <laughs> like I'm not going to sit here. I don't do the whole, my boo-boos were bigger than yours. Hell on a scholarship. Okay. Like at the time, you know what I mean? And I know what love uh -huh. is, so I will, there's no way in hell I'm going to withhold that for anybody else. That's right, man. Period. Yeah. Whew. Like, honestly, it's just, that's, <laughs> yeah. That was a heavy, that, that, that's exactly what it was, a heavy word, you know? It was powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, you know, yeah, I, 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 um, Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, man. I, I mean, I get, I've, I've gotten more love from these dudes right here than I have from the people. Oh, Yo, you're trying to make me cry, B. Than the, than the people. <laughs> I mean, this man, this man up here, he oh. lit my notifications up again today. Oh, shut up! Liking everything <laughs> I posted. He said, he said, you know what? Let me go on here. And like everything that I haven't seen by this man yet, because I'm not on Instagram all the time, so I can't see everybody's post every single time. But I mean, like, bro, I mean, I mean, it's just we just we just got to keep doing it mm -hmm. and keep pushing it. And, uh, and 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 don't let the, you know, the the folly and the fallacy around us to discourage us from, you know, achieving the true potential and impacting the people around us the way God wants us to mm -hmm. you know what God's going to continue to, to use us and continue to, to lead us into, in, in, into new ventures, just like everybody that's watching this, man. I'm not even trying to be like TV evangelist, YouTube evangelist guy. Right all, thir all 30 of them. Right now. <laughs> all I feel 30. like if you just sow your seed, no, you ain't got to sow no seed right now. What you, need oh, to do, you need, you need to, you need to sow some God into you, into your heart. That's what you need to hear. Uh, you know, what like I, mean? I said, and like I said, I, I'm. This isn't me trying to. I, I, the red. I never want to be a person to get on a platform and talk to an establishment I have no authority over, over, and people that don't submit to me. So when I say that, I mean I don't want to talk to the world. I just want to talk to my brothers and sisters in the pews or on the screen. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. I don't have. I don't have divinity. With those people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I have, I have divine relationship with you guys on this screen and in the in this comment section, and probably the other 13 that are just probably waiting. Shit, I hope that, that, that I'm not trying to get caught off with numbers. Hopefully, it's just 
30 different devices, not like one family all on the phone in one house. Hopefully this is hitting. When I say that, because I want like more and more hearts to hear this. Um, but level one, period. Like I just, like it, it, level one. And you like, you know, it, Sometimes we gotta we gotta save ourselves from ourselves like flat. And when I say that, like you know, we we end up clinging to these things that we think we're gonna get the same fulfillment from God, but it ain't never gonna be like that. Like making Kool Aid with Splendor, like it ain't ain't nothing like this love, yo. You can't it's like making soup with chocolate. <laughs> DJ, he said, he said, we can bring it full circle, baby. <laughs> DJ. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, I, but, but praise, but you know what? Praise God. Because if anybody that knows TJ, yo, TJ is super shy. He's super quiet. He sits in the background. He don't like to say much. And, but yo, he just... Yeah, you know, he came out. Of, he came out on this pod. I'm actually really grateful to see that, like flat out, considering he was really not feeling good all of last week. Uh, I appreciate you letting me on here, bro. Like, this is a like. I mean, like y'all were talking about already, but like, this is a group that, like, I feel like everybody needs a group like this in their life. Some, you know, a group of supporters, just just like that video of uh, uh, dude supporting Eugene uh, walking in front of Kamala. You know, that that's like our divinity yeah, group. Yo, uh, let me tell you something. If I ever go to any one of y'all shows, I'm gonna be the loudest one in that room. <laughs> you understand? Like, I will not be. You cannot. I don't care if it's a bow tie night and we at like try act all dignified. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. f all that. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. that's my, that's my brother right there. So I'm gonna be. Where, where are Eugene at? I'm gonna find that video again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Look at my man Eugene. Come on, Eugene. That's my boy Eddie Come right on. there. That's TJ right Walk there. Walk on through and guard the VP. There she is. <laughs> Eugene was Gardner. Eugene was Gardner. Yo, he said, you <laughs> Yo, pulled the blicky out for his man. <laughs> but I just, oh, man. But yeah, yo. Um, she, what she said that? All right, kid. I'm going to hold you to that. Uh, don't, hey, man. Don't tempt me. I'll do it. I, I've never been one to get embarrassed. And I keep and I keep I want to bring it back to the kids, as Jocelyn said too, because if not for us, I keep saying this. You okay? Yeah. Need hug. Need hug. I'm not teaching my I it's not good enough to teach my kids to just not eat. Kids. Like I'm gonna teach my kids to love anybody's kids flat. Like if that's a problem, bro, my kids are gonna be like the most coolest white Latins to ever be, bro. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, Hispanic. They're gonna be the dopest, bro. They're gonna be the dopest, bro. You know what's cool about that video though is not just the the love show between the two, but did you notice how when you asked him if he was okay, he said yeah. But you should tell him that, yeah, he wasn't okay. Like, you know, yeah. you should tell okay? His lip quiver, yeah. look at... Need hug. hugs. You need hugs? And he took that hug, too. He like, he like, yo, wait a minute. Kind of on the subject of church. You ever go up to the altar? You need to go up there and get... Pre- I'm good. 
and then you know somebody starts talking to you. I'm good, man. I don't need nothing. And then like the <laughs> spirit starts to hit you. You're all right, yo. Yeah, 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 yo. Yo, I'm good. Yo. I'm straight, dog. Oh man. Yeah. But oh man. But yeah, man. Um level one. There's nothing wrong oh. with it. level one. It, that I mean you you can never get to level one hundred if you never beat level one. Sometimes you gotta go back to level one to remember how to play level one hundred. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. You ain't played the game in a long time. You gotta start back at level one and work your way back up. I'm not worried about Washington right now. I'm worried about down the street. I'm worried about next door. I'm worried about my brothers on the screen. I'm worried about my brothers and sisters in the chat. And the other one just aren't just not chiming in and engaging me at all. And y'all kind of suck. It's all right. I mean, I <laughs> God just does a work in your life for real. It's all right. God bless you. Um, <laughs> on that, I think I'm gonna end the live. Um, I'll probably talk with my brothers. Probably my I mean, if they're that's up to them. I mean, I might just open a zoom and just check in how everybody's doing. But thank you for everybody for tuning in tonight. Um this was a heavy, heavy word. You know, it, this uh, this was something that was really, really heavy on my heart um, with everything I've seen over the last couple of days. Um, just the stuff that me and my family have had to kind of deal with the last couple of days. Um, but my intention is not to divide. My intention is not to be right. This isn't a point system where I and one on you and cross you up on on Facebook in the comment section. That's not that's not my goal. I don't aim to be right. I aim to be reconciled, period. Um, I'm on the side of God, and that's it. Uh, I, I'm I'm a lead with love or not at all. Um, so thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. Um, thank you for the engagement. Thank you for the people watching all over the interweb. Thank you for the comments. TJ, man. Boy, they, no, now some somebody that is not on the chat, I told them to get in the chat. It's lit on the chat. They're like, "Yo, that little white boy in the top left, top right <laughs> corner is hilarious." Like <laughs> top right corner on my screen, but yeah, yo, um, I feed, I feed off of Eddie's energy. Eddie, you know the white boy wavelength. You know, <laughs> <laughs> y'all connected by the yeah. ancestors. Yeah, stupid, bro. You said about the ancestry. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead, really stupid. Oh my goodness! I was, uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say, but I, 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 I thought it was kind of inappropriate. I was, I was gonna say, man, TJ's pretty funny. He should probably do some stand up. But then I remembered you were in a wheelchair. I, I thought, thought the, the same thing. thing, bro. I thought the thank same you. thing. Wait, wait, wait. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> for the Kid Caster podcast. Always remember. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Kid Casper. Have a good.